you know, on an ongoing basis lately, we've been trying to gauge the economy and the health or weakness of the, the consumer. And then I saw a headline, National Giving Day is right around the corner, Tuesday, November 29th. And this is when, this is the time of year when probably a third of the, the, the money is given to major charities. So how giving are people going to be this year? This is probably a question we should put to Chris Letourneau. He's Senior Executive Director for the American Heart Association based here in Dallas and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Well, it's good to be with you, David. Thank you so much for taking the time to have us uh, have me on and uh, really looking forward to it. Well, it, it, it's a fabulous cause. It's that you do an outstanding job. But the question is, what's the gauge of the consumer out there? You think you're going to get any money? Absolutely. No, I think it's interesting you bring that up. I think that, uh, you know, it's an interesting world we live in right now, right? No doubt about it in a lot of different ways. And, and I would tell you in the last two years, we've actually seen our revenue go up uh, as we come out of COVID. And so I think that people are aware that uh, there's a need. I think they feel there's a, there's a call to action. And I do think that uh, as we come out of uh, the pandemic and other things, heart disease has been first and foremost in a lot of people's minds as they go back to their doctor as they uh, understand that maybe we've had some sedentary lifestyles uh, for a little bit. And so it's time to get that heart back in uh, good shape. So I think we're, we've got a good call to action for sure. So why did it, why does a third of the money come in or 30%, I guess, comes in in the last six weeks of the year? Is it because, I mean, people want to help out charities and certainly help out the heart association, but I, I guess they also want to help their, their tax deductions and figure out how much money they've got to give away. That's true. I mean, I think, I think there's two different things there and you, you really mentioned both of them. First is I think it's a time of year where we think of other people. You know, I think we think of other people and, and what the need is in our community. Um, and I think that's the big piece, right? Is that's the time of year where we think it through the second time. And the second thing is you're very uh, hit it right on. The fact is that uh, there's some tax benefit, right? Some time to be giving at the end of the year, whether it's taxes, uh, or whether it's uh, stock gifts, or you've got some appreciation or some loss or whatever else. Yeah, you need those, to take. those are going to be harder to come by this year, by the way. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, <laughs> you got that right. But to your point, I think there's some, and you know, we're not experts in that. We don't get into that with you know with people really detail. We ask them to reach out to their advisor or an accountant or anything else. But there's definitely tax uh, tax reasons to do that, and yet at the same time, they're given to a to a good cause for sure. Let's talk a little bit about what you do with the money. I, on the yeah. one hand, I see a whole lot of education going on, and I think people are getting mm -hmm. more educated, you know, cutting back on mm -hmm. salt, getting exercise, and that sort of thing. But but how much of the money can go into to research? Have there been any major medical breakthroughs in, in, in heart disease? Yeah, I think that kind of to go back a little bit, you know, the, the focus of the American Heart Association has always been to prevent and treat heart disease. And it always will be, right? And research is a really big part of that. So uh, when you look at how to prevent and treat heart disease, we think of going to a doctor or we think we have an event when we go to the hospital. And so that's those are the two things we generally think of. I think that the American Heart Association over time, especially the last few years, has done a great job of not only always being focused on research. And we we focus on research even right here in our community. You know, we have uh, research grants out to UT Southwestern and some other organizations here right in our town, right, that are doing the research right here. But when you look at that, it's the ability to also go after some of the social determinants that affect heart disease. And so I think the American Heart Association did a great job 
like I said, a few years ago of looking at uh, food insecurity. So food insecurity is a big deal. Uh, quality of health care, tobacco and vaping, all those things, David, lead to heart disease. So how can the American Heart Association not get it to where you're showing up in a hospital with an event, but you're working on diet, exercise, nutrition, sleep, uh, food insecurities, things like that, to where we we keep that from happening in the future, and we just have people with healthier hearts earlier in life. So hope that makes some sense. No, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but 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 also, I would think that that people maybe the population is getting more receptive because we've watched this mm-hmm. this bulge of baby boomers come through the economy, and all of a sudden you have all these this enormous you know, population group of baby boomers that are all mm-hmm. the ones that, that are likely to have heart disease uh, mm-hmm. because it's got to hit you, what, I, probably 50s through through 70s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to your point, the earlier you can, you know, when you're in your 20s or 30s, right, I mean, especially your 30s, you get in your 30s and 40s, you're in a professional career, you know, that's when stresses, that's when work, that's when family, that's when a lot of start to stresses and different things can come at you. So how do you managing your heart health just as much as you're managing everything else in your life and so it's pretty key so do you have i mean american art association i you know operates all over the united states of america yeah and do you have competitions i'm just curious how this sure. area how texas and dallas in particular how we fare yeah. compared to the rest of the country are we givers yeah we are you know david it's, it's really interesting you bring that up you know i'm a former banker and i was a commercial banker for about 13 years and then transition into the nonprofit space. And somebody asked me the other day, said, Chris, do you have competition, right? Does American Heart Association have competition? I said, we're, you know, I can remember my banking days when it was me going after a multi-million dollar deal and I was going against eight other banks. And, you know, the truth is that it's the same in the nonprofit space. You know, sure. it's, it's the fact is that we are, there's so many great organizations. And when we're working with companies in our community, because we're, we work a lot with companies, right? We're, we're trying to figure out we don't have to necessarily be their number one uh, benefactor of funds or fundraising. What we ask is that we can we can impact their employees internally, and we can then impact the community because of that relationship we have when they sponsor something or when they donate to our organization. So I think that uh, that's a big key is that there is a lot of competition out there, but you know there's a lot of great organizations out there that do a lot of great work and. And we need those in our community because we've got a lot of needs in our community. Yep, yep. And and you do a great job, and we wish you well, great, appreciate that. great luck on, on Giving Day and actually right through uh, midnight, December 31st. to get You can get that deduction right up until then. Absolutely. You know, I think there's there's a lot of different ways you can do it, too, David. I think that, you know, I think we traditionally think of what end of year giving, we think of somebody writing a check, you know, or going online. And, and the truth is that about uh, actually about 30 percent of all nonprofit giving occurs in the final six, seven weeks between end of November and December. Think about that. So about 30% of the revenue for nonprofits come in that. And cash only represents about 3% of what a donor can give. If you look at all the stats, it's not so much that what we hold in cash, it's what we hold in IRAs, stock, other different vehicles of, of, uh, of assets. And so I think one of the ways that the American Heart Association has done a great job is to provide different ways for people to give. And of course, we're going to take a check. And of course, we would take somebody giving online at AHA or at uh, www.heart.org. But there's also one of the big ways that people are giving. We've seen a really big uptick in Dallas in the last few years is through stock gift. 
And so we work hand in hand with the donor when it comes to their, uh, their financial advisor. It's a really easy process, but that's how sometimes people can give. And sometimes at a bigger, um, yeah. at a bigger dollar amount because it's not cash. It's not stroking the check. It's something that's in a, in an IRA or in a stock. So well, and a, you're, you're right. There's required minimum distributions. You can go, you yep. can go straight to the charity. So I like sure. to say we wish you luck on November 29th. Chris well, Lutero is senior executive director for the American Heart Association. Good to spend some time with you. As well. Thanks Thank you, a David. lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.